Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Please be advised that Little Miss Recap contains adult language. Hi, what you're about to hear is a sample of our unedited content that we have on Little Miss Recap Extra. If you'd like to hear the full episode, which was about an hour and a half, and you can't get enough Cody Brown... Please join our Patreon or Supercast. Links are in the show notes. Also over on Patreon and Supercast, we will be starting the new season of Married at First Sight. So if you're interested in that, head on over and we'll see you there. Hi everyone, welcome to Little Miss Recap, the podcast where we meet at chain restaurants once again, even for discussions with friends. Did you love how in the midst of it, the waitress came in and Christine's like, so I guess we'll just be traveling for Christmas and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and then the waitress leaves. She's like, okay, now we're back. Like, <laughs> so I'm gonna be like Girl, it was so fantastic. Filmed. It was so fantastic. Those waitresses are not being paid enough. No. They have to put up with Mr. Cold Water. (laughs) At least Christine and Janelle would be lovely guests. They would be. They would be. So my name's Amy Archer, and I love a good Olive Garden. I'm just going to say that. And I'm joined by Amanda Lipnack Raydell. Tell me, what is your favorite chain restaurant? Oh, that's a really good question. I love Chili's. Oh, I do love they their do chips the baby and back, salsa. Baby back, baby back, ribs? I love Is that baby chilies? back, baby okay. back, baby back, baby back. Um, okay. So yes, I enjoy that, and I mm-hmm. also um, really enjoy their chicken crispers. Oh, which okay. I've made at home, okay. which are really good. But it's—I mm-hmm. mean, they're terrible for you, but they—they they taste really good while it's happening. <laughs> I love that endless salad and breadsticks. Yeah, I'm that's here what I like it. about Olive Garden. I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. Um. I will tell you the first time I ever went to New York City, I was 19 years old. My sister took me. We had never been there before. We went to an Olive Garden. Wow. In Times Square. Of course you did. (laughs) Tell me you're from Scram, Pennsylvania. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me you're from Scram, Pennsylvania. At the time, we didn't have an Olive Garden. That was news to us. Yes. That feels very much like the Michael Scott where he comes out of Penn Station and he's like, I'm going to get a genuine New York slice and it's Sabaros. Yes. <laughs> yes. 
Mm-hmm. Who also from Scranton, Pennsylvania. So it all there you go, there you go. It's a thing. It's it a, is thing. a thing. Mm-hmm. Apparently, Scrantonians yeah. don't know how to behave out in the world. <laughs> we we just don't know how to act. No. Um. No. Let's do comment of the week, shall we? Yes. I feel like I need do- music. I'm gonna find music for that. Do I need a drum roll? Are we ready? comment of the week? Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, wait, let me pull it up. Okay. So the comment <laughs> of the week, and, and this is another instance where I'm finding one that's that I think we touched on, but I want to talk about it a little deeper. Okay. So this goes to Megan, and she says, are they trying to give Cody a redemption arc? Mm. And you and I you and I've, you know, talked about this, but I want to know from you, uh, and congratulations, Megan. I want to know from you, what is Cody's path back here? Does he have one? I don't think he has one. I think I he think could. I think he could. How? I, I, I don't see how. Do you, can you lay out what would have to happen? <laughs> okay. Here, several things would have to happen. <laughs> First of all, Mercury would have to be in retrograde. No, the sun, moon, stars, and a, mu- a line must, <laughs> must align in a very specific path that has not happened for 20 million years. But go on. Tell me more. So, so imagine the rest of the series, okay? Cody, we see next episode... Cody goes on a date with Janelle. We see this is going to happen. Right. Which, yep. Janelle, what are you doing, girl? But whatever. Yeah. Um, what if we see Cody connecting with Savannah and giving her a heartfelt apology and and falling on his sword and, you know, explaining to her. I, I don't know how he can explain away, but explaining it to her that he was hurt. He acted like a child, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Then. Step one of a 20 one. step step <laughs> process. Go step on. One. Then he gets on the horn with Gabe and Garrison and he's yeah. like, oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. Then he's, he throws a surprise party for Gabriel. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, kids, for those of us playing at it's home, we're less than two up. weeks away coming from up. Gabriel Brown's birthday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. October 11th? October 11th. Okay. My mother's is October 13th. It's Friday the John 13th John Lennon's is October 9th. So, okay. you know, there we you all remember it a different way. Um, so, so he throws Gabriel a surprise party (laughs) at that surprise party. (laughs) Okay. What has to happen at this party? Go on. At that surprise party, he sits Gabe and, and Garrison down and falls on his sword again. Uh, By this point, his intestinal fort is ripped apart. (laughs) And he's just like, I'm, I'm a douchebag. I'm a tool. Okay. Then we get a scene of him with the Manosphere group. (laughs) And he's telling them, your rhetoric is dangerous. I don't believe in your ideology. Get away from me. And he disavows the Manosphere group. I don't <laughs> then, then he throws Aurora out of the house. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. So she has to leave. Okay. And she becomes friendly with Gabe and Garrison. And they all live together like three's company style. <laughs> <laughs> company style. Imagine Aurora living with Gabe. Mm-hmm. He'd be then, like, dumb bitch, go away. Then he heads over to Mary's. Oh god. And he's okay. like, I-, I volunteer to be in your downline. And he's in her downline. <laughs> <laughs> and then finally, the last part of the season. Okay. Cody goes to Christine's house and hands her a document. That just says it's notarized. You were right about everything, and that's it. <laughs> that's it. That's how. That's how Cody comes back. Now, uh, now, if all that happened, Amanda, could you forgive the man? 
I don't know if I could forgive him, but I would be really entertained watching all of this happen. <laughs> I need to start writing fan fiction. I'm writing fan you fiction. Do. You do. Oh mm-hmm. my God. You should start mm-hmm. writing brown family mm-hmm. fan fiction. Just don't make it all incesty because I'm sure somebody has written this and it oh, gets real incesty. I'm sure and that's gross. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure it's gotten real incesty, which. Um, yeah. But, but. So to answer Megan's question, aside from all of those events occurring <laughs> and then Cody that. making a huge donation to UNICEF, none of this is going to happen. <laughs> um, no, he, I don't no, think he has he a have to make, He would have to make a really large donation to the Trevor Project. Yes. And, and he would have to really reconcile with Leon, which is yes. never yes. going to happen. And fly out to Isabel's when she goes to every doctor's appointment now for the rest of her life. <laughs> <laughs> She'll be a 50-year-old woman going to talk about her menopause, and Cody will be right there with He's her. With her. He's with her. Yeah. So, Megan, that's that's our answer. Could Cody have a question <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. It's a little fantastical, but okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, I really, I really got into that. Thank you. You did. You went mm-hmm. to a place. I went to a place. You had a plan. Okay. All right. Take us in. Take us well, in. What are we no, doing? Didn't, didn't we also have a used uh, uh, I listener? do. I'm going to save that for later. Okay. Yeah, cool. Because yeah. I don't it, have it. trivia for you. So at the end, oh. we're going to read. We do have, guys, a user note that they sent us. And Ooh. we're going to share it with you. And um, she has a good theory about how Cody and Janelle are indeed banging and have been banging all along. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she has evidence. Oh. Evidence. Yes. Okay. So if you have comments or questions, send them to in no, what's my email? Info at littlemisrecap.com. Or you know, find us on the socials or put it in Little Miss, put it in the Backdoor Friends Facebook group. Right. We'll, or we'll message, read it on there. Or message one of us. I'm Ron well, Burgundy. I'll read whatever's on that prompt. <laughs> <laughs> Go fuck yourself, San Diego. <laughs> Slide into our DMs. We're not yeah. above it. Yeah, I'm not we're above all it. Good. No. So what episode way, number is this? This is episode seven. The title is Throwing in the Towel. Thank you. Okay. So the way we're going to cover this, if, if hopefully you all are watching the show too. I suspect some people are just listening to us talk about it. But if you're watching, the way the episode is set up is it's like Janelle and Christine lunch, Robin and Mary on the armless couch. Christine lunch, Robin's couch, or Mary's couch. Bang, 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 with like some interstitials of Coyote Pass. Mm-hmm. What I've do, done for this is we're going to talk about each of the three blocks. We're going to get rid of the Coyote Pass part first because who cares? Mm-hmm. And then do, I think, Robin and Mary first. I, okay. I'm going to need you to get your your uh, shame bell trigger finger going. Got it. Got it. It's ready. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then we'll talk about Christine and Janelle. Okay. Because they're our queens and they're who we love. Yes. So in the middle of all this mess... We have this little interstitial thing where Cody is um, taking the kids out to Coyote Pass with the fucking motorbikes. And and I want to say up front that my viewing of this was like fucked up in some way. Yes. It kept restarting, jumping ahead. I would have Robin on the screen and hearing Cody's voice. I don't know what was going on. Okay. Well, I'm here to help. So (laughs) if I missed something, you know, I'm sure... We understand why. Okay. I'll still have an opinion. <laughs> My notes about this include, number one, who cares? Second of all, mini bikes. Great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then we have Solinari on the couch. And um, 
I want to rescue Solomon. You mean Violet Beauregard? <laughs> yes, I want to rescue Solomon from from this nightmare. She is her mother's daughter. That she, is Minnie Robin if I ever saw it. She is her mother's daughter. And Solomon just looks like a little sweetheart who wants to go up to his room and read Encyclopedia Brown and be left alone from all oh, of these idiots. God, I loved Encyclopedia Brown. Same. He, he's mm-hmm. he's a kid who loves a choose your own adventure book. I yes, know this. He is. Yes, I he know is. this. Mm-hmm. So they're on the couch. Solomon says he thinks he'll be able to ride the mini bikes when he's twenty. Ari says when she's nineteen, and then she whis- whispers that Robin won't let them, which we know that to be of true. Of course not. Cody thinks this is going to help him learn teach the kids how to drive. Which, okay, it's not the craziest thing I've ever heard. I drove a tractor before I knew how to drive, and I'm sure it helps somehow. Right. And then we show some shots, and all I have is, Aurora drives like a fucking lunatic. <laughs> yes, she, she does. not the daredevil. She's not who I would think would be the daredevil. She I has. Brianna. She gives zero fucks about where that break is located. No, she is. <laughs> like, how are you not hurting yourself? This seems painful. You weirdo. Okay, so that's all we get of them. There's actually very limited Cody in this episode, which is good. But yes, we do yes. we do have Cody talking about something. Yes. So agree. Our Robin Mary sit down. Mary has asked Robin to come over because they need to talk about future life status. Future life things. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Future like, life things. Okay. All right. And so we see Robin pulling up. Robin goes into the house. First of all, let's talk about the fa- that. They're in the house now. Well, because this is this is Murray. And Murray doesn't really care. No, but we've had many conversations by Murray's fire pit outside. I know we have. I know. So, but do you think that's maybe just because Cody was there? Maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe when he's not there, they're like. Although she this. was there when. Oh, no, that was at Robin's house when Cody's jacket gave her a hug. That was that at Robin's was there, house. But they did have a one-on-one where um, Robin told poor Mary that everyone spent Christmas at their house. That's right. And she wasn't invited. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> this woman is a bitch. Mm-hmm. And I think we get some really good dirt on she's not nearly the good friend to Mary that she thinks nope. she is. No, she isn't. No, mm-hmm. she isn't. So Robin pulls up in Cody's big truck. Tell us Cody spends every waking minute at your house without telling us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're mm-hmm. driving his cars now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe maybe he had to take the tender age children somewhere or something. Maybe. And it, whatever. Yeah. So Robin's nervous because of all the heavy stuff going on. Okay, whatever. Whatever. And Mary wants to tell her that she is moving her buttery soft legging business up to Parowan. We had that last week where she and Jen chatted about that. I was watching that episode last night with Todd and he's like, why do so I boring. care about this? So boring. I'm like, you don't care about this. No. Because he's a latecomer. So he doesn't know. Sometimes he doesn't know if he should care about things. So he asks and I'm like, you don't need to care about this. And Ace and Caitlin say this all the time and I'm just going to shout them out because we at Little Miss Recap are in full agreement. We do not need spinoffs from these people because this is the kind of shit that would be on it. Oh, yeah. Yes. We will no. be talking about Mm-mm. cleaning out a Mm-mm. storage shed. Mm-mm. Nope. No. This only works with all five of these yo-yos. It only works with Cody as the Antichrist in the middle of it all. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Otherwise, we get cooking with just Christine, which yeah. is cute yeah. for about three seconds. Yeah. And then we're no. done. Mm-mm. So 
Mary's really nervous about this conversation. She's nervous that Robin's going to feel like she's abandoning her. She's nervous that Robin's going to take this as she's leaving the family. Like she's real stressed out about Mm -hmm. this. Mm -hmm. So there we are on her armless lawyer tax accountant couch. And Robin says in her like voiceover, she's like, I feel like this is really bad based on how like nervous Mary seems to be. Yeah. So she's ready. So Mary drops, she's moving all of her business up to Parallon and she's going to downsize in Flagstaff, which was one of my big questions. Like, what are we doing yes. about living in Flagstaff? Yes. And I don't really know why she needed a 500,000 or 5,000 square foot house for her legging business, but well, she's, you know, she's using this to say that she can downsize. Oh my God. Is she going to give Janelle the house? No, I was going to say maybe she could live across the hall in Janelle's student apartment. <gasps> oh my God. And all of Cody's ex-wives will be in student housing. <laughs> student housing. <laughs> You'll be like Melrose His future Place. wives are probably there too. I'm just going to throw that out. <laughs> You'll be like Melrose Place Flagstaff oh, style. Melrose Place. <laughs> God, I love that show. Anyway, so back we are. Robin is upset. She says she feels very unsteady and Cody is even being different with her. This was huge. This was huge to me. This was actually hard. I don't disbelieve this. No, I think it's got to be a nightmare to live with right now. I think she is on the struggle bus with him right now. Mm -hmm. And Mary was, you know, the the BFF Mm -hmm. that was there to support her. But we'll get to this later. Is that really true? Yeah. No, it's not. I want to give Mary a talk and be like, okay, we see what kind of friend Jen is. We see what kind of friend Robin is. One is truly your One friend. One of these things does not look like the other. <laughs> One is not. So the fair Robin Brown is the is not portion yes. of the program. Yes. So like which friend, Mary, makes you feel bad about yourself? And right. which friend makes you feel good about yourself? Right. And makes you feel safe Let's and makes just you start feel there. secure. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So uh, Robin's still lamenting. She doesn't feel steady with Cat Cody. I almost said Kendi. Ooh. Cody, new character says, alert. Right, she says she and Mary have always had this steadiness, and she felt confident, and then both sticking it out and never giving up. Yeah, this is not. She's not a good friend. She's not a good friend. This is what are you doing to serve me? Right. What purpose in life do you have for me? And that's and all she, I care about. She almost says it too. Mm-hmm. She almost gets there, but not quite. So mm-hmm. Mary says, "I'm going to move up," and. It'll be easier for her to manage both businesses. She Mm -hmm. can consolidate the location, which I think is probably true. Yeah. This woman is probably hauling ass between Parowan and Flagstaff. And she said it was about an hour, right? Difference? Five hours. Five hours? Why was I thinking an hour? I'm an idiot. I'm sorry. Five hours. Five hours. Five hour drive. Yeah. She needs to just move up there and be done with this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which I feel like this is her way of doing that. Mm -hmm. This is the start. So Mary reassures Robin that she'll still live in Flagstaff. She'll still have an address there, but she'll just be gone a little more often. And you can see Robin is like, "Ah, Mm -hmm. we're leaving you. You're getting your wish, Robin. We're leaving you with this idiot. Right. Which she then, we'll get to that. Mary doesn't want it to look like what she thinks the move will be perceived as. And Mm -hmm. I, and it's interesting because she's worried about it in two very different ways. She's worried Robin's going to feel abandoned. Mm-hmm. And she's worried that Cody is going to think she's giving up. He's not coming, Mary. He's not coming. He told, he told you. you. He's not coming. I'm not coming. I'm not coming. I, I'm not coming at all. 
literally or figuratively <laughs> not happening <laughs> so Ma- mary says in her voiceover that she feels in a lot of ways that moving to utah is the easy choice and she's kind of like getting the hell out of dodge and it may be the easy choice but it's also the right choice it's the right choice and sometimes we confuse easy with good mm-hmm. do you know what i mean like she feels good about that choice like it feels good and sometimes we're like is it easy and is that a cop out no 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 sometimes oh, it's just good right and it's okay you, honey. yeah 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 go go be with your mother's pillow It'll like if great. one of the reasons it feels easy is because you feel better about yourself and yeah. you're like running towards the light <laughs> then you know <laughs> Head for the light, Mary. Mm-hmm. Head for mm-hmm. the light. So Robin is trying to remain calm while Mary starts breaking down. Mm-hmm. And she's getting really weepy. She doesn't mm-hmm. like change. It's scary for her. And with everything going on in the family, this feels like just one more thing for her. And she knows Robin is the only one who's going to care about it. Mm-hmm. And we see in the preview, Cody really doesn't care. As much no, as we didn't he think he would care. care. Nope. This is where I'm starting to feel really bad for Mary. Hold on. Yeah, get it out. And I'm... Shame. Yeah. Yeah. Shame. Yeah. Just let it happen, Amanda. Let it happen. There you go. I am not a very apologist. (laughs) By the way, did you see that um, Hannah Waddingham is auctioning off? I saw. Is that real? I don't know, but I want to believe it's real, that she'll walk behind you and yell shame Mm -hmm. to raise Mm -hmm. money for the actors. Um, I'm here for that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I would almost pay for that. Mm -hmm. Let's all... If we can't get that text message, maybe the the, the Sister Wise podcast can pay for that to have her chase Walk Cody around. Cody or Robin. Shame. One, mm-hmm. one or both. Mm-hmm. I'd pay yeah. for both. I'd pay for both. Pay Let for them both. be holding hands strolling through a Victoria's Secret <laughs> or a food court and <laughs> Dressed as a nun. Yelling, shame. Yes, shame. I'm here for that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Be amazing. Um. And Robin just wants Mary around, but she's afraid eventually she'll be in Utah all the time. Oh, fuck off. Here, let me get it out. Fuck off, Robin. Fuck (laughs) off, Robin. Fuck, fuck (laughs) off, Robin. (laughs) Yes, thank you. Oh, God. Hey, everyone. Stay tuned. Little Miss Recap will be right back after these words. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. All right, let's head over to Salsa Bravo. Come eat our chips. I don't know what it is. We have hot water. (laughs) They walk in and Todd's like, Jesus, another conversation at this damn restaurant? Aren't there other restaurants in Flagstaff? Oh, production. I told you, somewhere on that production crew, their wife is the general manager of this restaurant. Exactly. Somehow. 
someone puddle monkeys kid works there or something yep. so they're pulling up christine has heard from janelle's kids that things aren't good between them and according to her kids they're worse than ever mm-hmm. and they oh go- let's just say for one second the telephone, the game of telephone is burning up over there. You I can't have, tell me it's not. I have a feeling every other day Maddie is on the phone with both Janelle yes. and Christine. Yes. And like, yes. it's, it's Maddie yeah. who is rumor yep. bill. Yep. I don't know. I think McKilty's the only one embedded in the well, Robin Kel- camp, though. True. So, but I have to wonder how much Christine trusts McKelty because of that. Well, Christine probably gets the scoop from McKelty, but like not in an ominous way. Like it's just okay. like, oh, so how how's your dad and Robin doing? Oh, good. Okay. And then she burns up the phone to Janelle. You're not going to believe what I heard. <laughs> and of course, it'll start with, you can't breathe the word of this or to anybody. <laughs> assuming that um christine has an iphone her favorites we've got janelle we've got maddie we've got her kids as well mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. but yeah yeah and hunter she, she and hunter are super close which okay I love. okay hunter, hunter's the best love hunter love hunter so janelle says that though they both joked the last time they were there was with cody mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Christine asks how that conversation went. Janelle says the lunch was productive, but not productive, but productive, but not productive. You know how conversations with Cody are. Mm-hmm. This is the best kind of commiseration. I love it. Two I'm here friends for can it. have. Mm-hmm. Janelle says she saw Nancy. She went up to Vegas to see Nancy, which I think is really good. Yeah. And she said she found it helpful. She needed somebody to help her sort things out in her head. And mm-hmm. I think that's great. She go back to a therapist who knows the dynamics of everybody, mm-hmm. knows all the history. Yeah, she's reason- like, wait a minute, Mary's still still there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. right? I mean, there's a reason I've been seeing my therapist for 10 years and I don't see her that often, but mm-hmm. she's, we're real dialed in. So if I have a crisis, yeah. I can get her right on the horn right yeah. away. Yeah. My therapist knows all the uh extra players in my life everyone who's helped me i'm losing my vocabulary here all the assorted ancillary characters characters. yes yes um and so you know she's like oh is that your boss you're talking about blah 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 blah. is that your friend blah 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 blah. like and i love it i don't have to explain anything yeah exactly that's what Mm -hmm. you need that's Mm -hmm. a good friend and a good therapist yep janelle says she's growing and she needs something different and it's hard for her to reconcile and then she says i don't want to be married anymore Yes. Ah! <laughs> and Christine lit up faster than I think she probably did when David Woolley proposed to her. She was I like, a, I have a question for you. I have a question yes. for you. Yes. Say we knew that we had to film a conversation about Todd, our husband, right. at Salsa Bravo on Friday. No, today's okay. Friday. On Monday. Okay. okay. Cool. Would would we not talk about it ahead of time? Come oh, on. Yeah. We're going to like, on. these are the things, these are the mm-hmm. notes we're going like, to get. Here's what's going on. So right. the fact that Christine can act so shocked. She's is a good a little actress over acting. here. Acting. Yep. <laughs> yep. But yeah, Christine, uh, and I think they probably have this thought of like, let's talk about all the things we're not going to talk about on camera. Yes. I'll tell you all that. Yes. Yes. Because they're, they're smart about what they say on camera and what they're they They're very don't. measured. Yes. Yeah. And Christine lights up and she's like, you're done? And Janelle says, yes. But she doesn't know what to do with that. Mm. I feel bad for Janelle. She is so, she is so tied to her faith. I know. Still, that it's really hard for her to let go. And I get that. 
I mean, you know, I don't that get that, so, but I get like, it. That's so foreign to me. Like, me I just, too. I'm like, what? But some people are, and I respect that. Hey, whatever. Yeah. You um, do you, boo. Exactly. Whatever makes you happy. Mm-hmm. In a talking head, Robin says she knows that Janelle has told Cody not to stay at the house anymore. And she, again, doesn't understand why they just won't talk. Christine says this is the first time she's heard Janelle say that what Cody is giving her isn't enough. Yeah. She has seen Janelle for 30 years be okay with the little breadcrumbs. Well, and that's what I was going to say. Let's be very clear. Cody has not changed what he's giving Janelle. He's always, I feel, in my opinion, he has always given her not enough. Mm -hmm. But suddenly she's realizing because she has crossed that magical bridge that every woman crosses late somewhere in your early to mid 40s. It starts to happen where you're like, early 50s, I want more for myself and I'm done with with taking shit. And that's where Janelle is. And I think the fact that most of the kids are out of the house takes that distraction away Mm -hmm. of what is Cody actually giving her. Oh, yes. Versus the kids and then being shitty to Janelle and Gabriel and Garrison. It's enough for her to be like, eh. let's call it the um, bridge to fuckville because she <laughs> is crossing that bridge to where she gives zero fucks. Yes. Yes, mm-hmm. she is. She's almost there. Uh, she says that when they left the conversation, they had talked about finding a counselor, but neither of them have done anything to find a counselor, which is not mm-hmm. shocking. Mm-hmm. And Christine says in her talking head that he likes to string people along. He strung Mary along for years. Mm-hmm. He started doing it to her. She got out. She's mm-hmm. ne- he's now doing it to Janelle mm-hmm. and it enrages her, which yeah. I get it yeah. enrages me too. Christine, welcome. Welcome to the family. You are now one of us. Yeah. Come. Yep. We have, we have wine and chips and salsa. It's Join us. Join yeah. us. Join <laughs> us. <laughs> okay. Colt girl. Calm down over there. <laughs> Janelle says, and this is what I was referencing earlier, that it's okay to grow and change. And sometimes your partner comes along with you. And not sometimes they don't. And she feels like she's ready to do something different. And I think this is a really profound thing to say for long-term couples. I agree 100%. I agree 100%. I've referenced before my best friend married her high school sweetheart. Mm -hmm. They've been together since the summer between our junior and senior year of high school. They had a couple bumps in college, but they've Mm -hmm. been together forever. They're celebrating their 25th wedding anniversary this year. Mm Mm-hmm. What I One of the things I love about my friend is her ability to say, we got so lucky because we grew up together mm-hmm. and we didn't Instead grow apart. apart. Yeah. And she's like, it could have gone either way yeah. just as easily. Yeah. And, you know, at times she's like, I wish my kids would, you know, marry their high school sweetheart. But then at the same time, she's like, that's usually such a shit show. Like, it is it- such a shit show. And I mean, I'm trying to think if I know anybody. I know one couple. I shouldn't say that. I mean, my in-laws were married 60 years, but mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's of that generation. They just yeah. did that. They women had way less options, you know, mm-hmm. in the in the 60s and 70s. So, um, I'm going to say, well, you know, my parents divorced after 25 years and they were high school sweethearts. Yeah. I'm going to say I know one couple that I graduated high school with that seems super happy and are, are have grown together and good for them. There are like five or six couples from my high school class that are still together. Really? Hmm. I don't know if they're happy because I'm, I mean, I only used to see stuff on Facebook. Yeah. I, you know, I know my, I know my besties happy. So. Yeah. Timmy and I have been happy. together 17 years. I mean, that's And you've kind been of a friends 
for a lot longer. We were friends. I think that's what has really kept us. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Is we had a strong base of friendship. I mean, we weren't super close, but we always were friends. Right. So you always yeah. were in each other's world. Yes. Do other people call him Timmy? Yeah, people call him Timmy. At work, they call him Archer, I think. But okay. most yeah. people in his life call him Timmy. His mother calls him Tim, believe it or not. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, did you ever have any nicknames growing up? Or were you just always Amy? I was always Amy. Yeah. Now, for some reason, I have one of those names that people, you know, it's Amy Archer. It's yeah. never just Amy. Yeah. Amy. Yeah. Amy Archer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My whole family calls me Buzzy, but I think I've said that before. You have, and I love it. Yeah. And so I'm drinking cute. out of my Buzzy Brew. Oh, how yeah, cute is that? I got that for me from the Tarches. Anyway, back to these these fine folks. Janelle can't think of a reason why she'd want him to come back. Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. She's just waiting on God to tell her if what she's doing is okay. And she oh. hasn't had any inspiration related to that yet. And that okay. made me sad for her. I'm putting a call out there right now. Backdoor friends. You know what we need to do here. Somebody needs to put on God costume. I don't know what that's going to look like. <laughs> Stand outside that student housing and just whisper into the windows. Right. Leave Cody. <laughs> Leave Cody. It's okay to go. What would the God costume look like? I imagine like a... Like a Moses situation from the movie Ten Commandments. That's kind of what I'm okay. imagining too. I feel like there's a white robe involved. Yeah, and a like big a Zeus beard. type a situation. Mm-hmm. A Zeus. Mm-hmm. I feel like if we took like Dumbledore and put him in white clothing, that's kind of what the God costume would look like. Okay. All right. Thank you so much for listening to this free preview of Little Miss Recap Extra. If you want to hear the full episode unedited, which was about an hour and a half because we can't talk about Cody Brown enough. Join our Supercast or Patreon. The links are in the show notes. Also coming to Patreon within the next few weeks, Married at First Sight, the new season. So if you sign up now, you'll get to hear that as well. Thanks so much for listening, and we hope to see you over there. This Mother's Day, treat mom to healthy, glowing skin with Osea's limited edition skincare sets. Osea has been making clean, seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. Their advanced eye care duo brightens and firms skin around your eyes, while the Golden Glow Body Trio nourishes and smooths skin all over. Go to oseamalibu.com and use code MOM for 10% off your first order site-wide. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.